This is Kirsten Barrington-Hughes of the Carolina Film Community at the wonderful Ground Crew Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with actor, writer, but more importantly for today, career coach and neuro-linguistic programming coach, Andy Silver. Thanks so much for coming to share your expertise with us today. I was really excited yesterday when we started talking about this stuff and I felt it was so relevant to the film community and and folks that are trying to do things in the arena of film and how they often have so many self-limiting beliefs. It's interesting that film being mostly a visual, if not entirely a visual medium, the entrepreneur, the visionary, the filmmaker had the idea for what to produce and needs to commit to that so much that they can turn the volume down on any negative self-limiting beliefs that might interfere with being successful. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, people think that, you know, actors and filmmakers, they must be really confident and really and sometimes arrogant. And they, they go out there and they're doing all this stuff. They're full of themselves. And people don't realize how many demons they've had to fight to get there and also how many uh, insecurities they've probably had along the way, met with rejection along the way. How do you think um, actors and and filmmakers can really kind of overcome um, this talking themselves out of success? First, when I think about the message of the film they're going to produce, other than it being a documentary, it's going to be about a hero overcoming something. So how appropriate for the filmmaker to have to walk the same talk and even getting the film project finished. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to overcome quite a few obstacles, not just funding, but some internal belief systems, such as look at how much competition there is, so-and-so would never approve of this, whatever the stuff is. Right. I see. And I think, too, when, you know, even if you start, uh, just from an actor point of view, if you start with even just going into the audition room, Mm -hmm. how much they can just talk themselves out of getting that role because they're just so not confident. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not talented enough. I'm not, you know, handsome enough. I'm not tall enough. Whatever. These messages that we have in our head. um, What are tools that actors can use to overcome that? I was talking to, when Michael Phelps was competing most recently and was practicing in the Charlotte pool at the Dowd Y, I was talking to five guys that were trying out for the Olympics. And I said, how close are you to even getting admitted and uh, uh, you know, being able to be accepted uh, at, by, on the Olympic team? And they showed me with their thumb and their pinky that they were one or two thousandths of a second. So they were all using hypnosis to make that difference. So lots of athletes understand that it's not about the training, it's the mental conditioning. And I think that when you talk about anybody even walking into an audition, it's the clarity of their thought. They see themselves succeeding. They know the parts of them that get shaky. They have talked to those parts before the audition started, and they have an agreement that while I'm in that room, I'm going to be calm, clear, open, available to myself. And when I'm back in the car, I'll entertain all doubts because it's after the fact, and I'm fine to be shaky after it's over. So, Andy, give me a real example of someone walking into an audition room and real tools that they could use for that moment. To coach somebody like that, 
I would ask them, what is one word you would love to say once this audition is completely over and you and I are debriefing in another room? And they might say, God, that was awesome. And I'd say, good. And that's your anchor right there. God, that was awesome. And I would say, now, th- we're gonna, you're going to be saying that to yourself as you walk into the office. You're going to imagine it's already over. And so how, would you, how did you do it? How did you do so well that this was a success like that? And they would say, well, I went in and they describe it. They would totally describe the success mindset that they had, how they held the paper, how they projected their voice, what they, how they kept distracting thoughts out because they focused on what the total outcome would be at the end when they said, yes, that was awesome. That's great. And, you know, that also applies for theater actors yes, that need to be singing to the audience mm-hmm. that is the director maybe, you know, 20 rows back Mm -hmm. and projecting loud enough for them. Just all Mm -hmm. those aspects that they could walk through, right? That's exactly it. So uh, they just report back almost like a prequel of all the elements that would be successful so they could say at the end, that was awesome. That's it. And if I summed it all up in one sentence, I say start with the end in mind first. That's great. That's it. And is this um, really pulling upon the – the uh, tenets of neuro-linguistic programming? NLP was created 30, 40 years ago by modeling uh, top communicators in the fields of uh, bank, from banking, com- from the banking community, sports coaches, and therapists. And how do the best people succeed? And what are the belief systems they hold on to? So yes, it does borrow very heavily from that. And uh, what would you say are kind of the the key uh, pieces of NLP? What can we show? What can we share with the listeners about that? Have a well formed outcome, an outcome in which you see yourself say in the audition room that between ten and eleven I will be uh, demonstrating the following behaviors, and so we frame those behaviors in terms of what we will be doing, not what we won't be doing. We always state things in the positive, not the negative. So we leave alone what we're going to try to avoid, only focus and talk about what we want. And we do it in visual terms. We do it in auditory terms. We do it in kinesthetic or movement terms. I will enter the audition room, my head in this posture, my uh, feet firmly planted on the floor, my voice coming from deep in my gut, you know, all those very sensory ways of uh, describing what success looks like, sounds like, feels like. Um, And then there's some other behavioral specific things that uh, are mentioned as well, the way I hold the script, the angle I hold it at. So we lay out the entire experience of being in the audition room. And this would also apply to filmmakers that are trying to get funding and pitching Mm -hmm. their project, right? Anytime we're out there trying to, I want to say sell ourselves, but just going out to try to uh, achieve success in whatever we want. When I coach people, I often have to reframe what sales is, and I, because people have a lot of baggage about that. Uh, I usually help start that discussion by talking that it's not about pushing or being aggressive. It's about educating people about one's availability. So we shift it and we frame it in terms of something that's much more user-friendly than, than uh, aggressive and pushing against people. Uh, the sales experience and the education experience that I'm talking about can be very uh, positive, very helpful. People may be thrilled to know about someone's skill set that they didn't know about and that they needed immediately. So it could be much easier than one thought. 
So uh, really kind of eliminating the the uh, things that sabotage our own path to success mm-hmm. are really within ourselves. Yes, and we all know what those are. If, we, if you laid out a piece of paper with all the places where like the holes in the Swiss cheese that you know you can fall off and get in a deep place, you want to avoid those. Then you put down on one column in your notebook what the holes are and the next column how you're going to avoid them. So you've pretty much designed a path for you to succeed. And um, and does some of uh, – you, you talked about auditory and visual and so on. So some of NLP uh, relates to uh, – maybe having recorded messages that you hear in your car. Mm-hmm. Um, you could frame mantras on the wall, or you could do yes. visualization techniques with kind of meditation even. You could do all the things you mentioned. You could take that rug that's 10 foot long, and you could start on the on one end and say, I'm walking a path very calmly and slowly to the other end. And during that process, I'll start with... Any negative beliefs, but when I get to the time in the middle of the rug, I will have converted to positives, and I will finish the the journey in a very positive way. Okay, great. And uh, I mentioned that you're an actor and a writer. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, kind of what you've done in those fields? I've been a television commercial actor. I've been in almost 30 commercials and six movies, and um, I write a lot of lyrics, so I'm a songwriter. I do stand-up comedy. Did a performance last week, kind of similar to Carol Burnett and her mother, Vicki Lawrence. Oh, great. Lots of fun. Now, for someone that uh, practices and is a coach in in this field that we've been talking about, what are kind of some of the self-doubts you've even had to overcome and work on? Well, I can – the way I know my uh, – strategy that when I want to shut myself down, I can think about all the other coaches. I can uh, diminish and even forget all the testimonials I have from very happy uh, clients who have written and put their name on their testimonial, not just their initials. There's all kinds of ways we can dip into negativity. And so we have to know ourselves so well we simply say, you know, I don't need to do that anymore. I enjoy being successful, and I surround myself with ways to uh, continually lift up the success I'm having and enjoy it. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. If someone wanted to learn more about NLP or any of these techniques, where should we lead them? Well, uh, there's certainly YouTube videos that last about five or ten minutes that a person can go and experience a couple of techniques on themselves and see if they work. One of the best things when they look at those videos is to learn how to do a an NLP anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, which is an, a way of either visually or auditorily anchoring a word that means everything to them, that's a motivator, that absolutely lifts them right past all their negativity into that uptime mindset that they're wanting and that we're talking about today. Okay. And um, are you uh, still actively coaching on this? And if so, Mm -hmm. how could people find out more about how to reach out to you? I coach, um, I've divided my schedule, so I coach half the time and I'm a divorce uh, divorce and government mediator the other half. People can reach me through my website, resolutionexperts, with an S, dot com. Uh, or my phone, 704-375-1124. 
Excellent. Andy, thank you so much for sharing this with us. I really think that it's helpful for, for so many people in the film industry. It's a pleasure. Thank you, too. Thank you, Ground Crew Studios, for hosting us today in your wonderful Charlotte location. This has been Kirsten Barrington-Hughes with the Carolina Film Community. Music composed by Sean Beck.